<laughs> Hello and welcome to an all new episode of Men and Women Talk, the Mars Venus Show. I am one of your hosts, Kente, all the way live from Los Angeles, California. And this is episode number 132. And I'm joined by my wonderful, beautiful, talented, extra cheesy co-host, the one and only Shannon. How you doing, Shannon? Hi, how are you? How was your weekend? My weekend was good. Guess what, you guys? I went to church Sunday. Oh, okay. I had a great time at church too. Showing out. And I low key got the Holy Ghost. Okay, low key Holy Ghost. So I had a great time. I had a great time. It was friends and family day at church. I was there. I was sitting. Huh? You were the friend? No. It's my church. I I greeted I greeted family members that came through and friends, you know what I'm saying? But no, uh no, I'm not the friend. I'm that was my 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 church that I grew up in. I'm very proud of my church that I grew up in. So I was there holding it down. Did I meet a young lady? No, I did not. I met a bunch of old, old ladies. I got hit on by a bunch of old ladies. Mm. So uh, that was cool. Like, uh, I mean, huh? I said, hey, now, man, man, them 90 year olds be coming. Them 90 year old women be coming for me. I'm just saying. So, AARP loving. Hey, man, don't knock it. Don't knock it, y'all. Not not at all. Not one bit. They need love, and I need love too. It's that retirement but hilarious. But I was fly. I, li- I I I was dressed up all fly too. Uh, but you know, of course, I was at church. So, uh, but no, that was my weekend. Um, and uh, so I'm glad to be here with you. Um, Likewise. It's uh, next week. You guys is going to be the Mar- Men and Women Talk the Mars Venus Show week. And we have a lot of great shows planned for you. The only day we won't be on is on Wednesday of next week. We'll be doing four shows uh, next Monday uh, on Labor Day. So hopefully you guys can come out. We're going to be doing a show on Labor Day. We're going to be laboring on Labor Day. Uh, we're going to do a show on simping. And I, I actually need uh, some guests for that. I want some guests on that show. We're going to talk about simping. Uh, on, um, dang, I should have the... Why don't I have this like where I could get to it? But um, we're gonna um, we're also gonna be talking. We're sharing that because uh, I know I said to you. There we go. Uh, oh yeah, we're gonna do um, Brooklyn is gonna be on Tuesday show. That's the No Prospects for Punani show. We're gonna talk about incels. Uh on Thursday. Uh, Askia is going to be our guest on that show. We're gonna, moral dilemmas, and I'm going to get a, a a lady to join us as well. We're going to be going over uh, moral dilemmas, and then uh, I know Dante is going to be excited. Oh, he's he stepped out. Uh, next Friday, we're going to have uh, Stephanie on. She's going to be talking about her new YouTube channel, as well as giving us uh, beauty tips and tricks. So that is next week. So um, all fun stuff. And yeah, yeah, so so Steph, she'll be on to give us. She's gonna she's gonna help not only the ladies out, she's gonna help the fellas out too on how we can get our game tight. So you know, I'm looking forward to that as well. With that said, let's get into the topic tonight. We're gonna be talking about long distance relationships, 
And um, anybody in the chat room, if you've ever been in a long distance relationship, put one in the chat, put two if you have not. And um, first of all, let's start off by um, talking about long distance relationship. What What is a, like, if she live or if he live 30 minutes from you, that's not really a long distance relationship, right? They're gonna be, does, does it need to be a state away? A city? A, a state? city? So, like, if you live in Key West and he lives in Tallahassee, Fort Lauderdale, Fort Lauderdale is, that, is that long distance? That's like four hours away. Heck yeah. That's long distance. So, how many hours? How many hours a car uh, a car drive away would y'all say long distance is? Like if it's what? Four hours? Three hours? Even if you have a car, you drive into Miami for Lauderdale. Mm. So if you were dating a guy in Miami, that would be long distance to you? It's 160 some odd miles just to get to him. Yeah, that's long distance to me. Okay, all right, all right. All right, so there's long. Maybe we should do it like this. You know how there's BBW and there's S S B B W. Maybe it should be like long distance and S S long distance, super size long distance. I dated someone that was 35 hours away, and it That's was 3.5. First off, if it is, if you don't have a car, if not 35. <laughs> We're gonna get it together. Yeah, uh, Tried dating someone in Florida and that was impossible. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, sometimes dating women in Florida is impossible unless. What are y'all saying, though? <laughs> I live in Hawaii. Everyone is long distance. <laughs> Hilarious. Um, okay. You know what I've noticed? This is just on my observation. Back in the day, if you had a long distance relationship, everybody looked at you crazy. They said it wasn't a real relationship. What are you doing? Yada, yada, yada. It was like, especially the old folks, right? They was definitely going to say, oh, that's not, you're not in no relationship that, you know, that's the old people, how they sound. And, um, but I noticed now it's much more, it's like kind of like the online dating thing. Now it's so common that no one bats an eye, you know, you, there's a lot of relationships where I, you know, persons in LA, the other person's in New York, or sometimes overseas too. I've seen that as well. I'm here and, for that. Right. And and I noticed that it's not as taboo as it once was. Mm-hmm. And one thing I've noticed in long distance relationships or even a conversation about it is most people they don't like the people where they 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 at. That's you, right? <laughs> like <laughs> How many people you even meet that actually like the people, you know, the, the dating, they always, it seems like everybody says there ain't nobody to date where they at, no matter where they live. You know, um, I often wonder, like in your case, I get it. I'll give you a pass. I get it. Where you live at, I understand. Thank you. But sometimes I wonder though, is it really... Is that really the situation or is it them? You know what I mean? Mine too. I get a pass. I give you a pass, D. It's them, huh? Between cell phones with any time minutes, FaceTime, WhatsApp, social media, uh, it's more prevalent than ever in history. That's right. I'm here for it. You got to put in the work to get that work. Yeah. 
fine. So yeah. we're, we're going to be talking about uh, all aspects of, of um, long distance relationships. Right. And okay. I, I think the first time, the first thing I want to talk about is like, I want to start off with this notion of the people in my area suck. Now, in your case, the people in your area probably do suck, right? I wouldn't say they suck. I just there's they're not, they're not. no mm-hmm. one that has approached me, and I'm about to just be hunting down the bear. Hunting <laughs> down the <a> bear. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. Um, is this the first time you lived in a place where you felt like that? No. Yes. Yes. No. I'm trying to think of the places I've lived. This is the first time. Mm. Yeah. That's interesting. That's interesting. You know, there are some people who are not, they may have been, they may be from wherever, right? They may be from Baltimore. They may be from New York. They may be from Los Angeles, but they just, are not the place that they are not the place that they're from or where they're at. Like right. it's hard to explain. Like you ever meet somebody and then you like, you don't feel like you should get out. Cause you don't feel like this town or you don't feel, you know what I mean? And I think, I think that's could That could be the case with some situations where I'm just not like the people in this town. I don't feel like a, I don't feel a kinship and therefore the dating market is not going to be good for me because my life. Right. So that's, you know, that's one issue right there. Um, you're from Nebraska, Omaha to be exact. Did you feel like that in Omaha? No, but I know too many people. Mm. And there's almost there's like literally one degree of separation between the people that you may find attractive and who they've dated. And usually who they dated is someone you know or someone you're friends with or someone you're related to. And it's like, eh, no, thank you. Oh, okay. All right, all right. Um, Omaha is is that Wisconsin? Uh Brooklyn said he can't hear us. Uh it's pr- probably needs a refresh. Yeah, I would say refresh because I can hear Kente. Kente, you can hear me, yes. I, a lot of people, that happens to. We might have to talk to them because it happens too much. Like in my the last show, I just did a show before this one, and a couple of people said that. So I wonder if it's a glitch. And then, first, and then huh? I refreshed. I couldn't hear y'all at first, and then I refreshed. Okay, so it's a glitch in the matrix. Um, okay, so um, that aspect, I don't know. Uh, put one in the chat room if you feel like you lived in places where you felt like the people there just wasn't wasn't your um, your speed. Like you felt like I can't date nobody from where you at. If that if that fits you, hit one in the chat room. Keep cracking jokes about my city, and you are gonna get these beats, sir. One, okay, and put two if if it if it ain't true. Hey, free. Freeze in the house. Um, okay, so the first aspect we talked about is the question. Oh, the question is, uh, we're talking about long distance relationship, and and we're talking about how some people feel like the people in their 
in whatever city that they're in that they just don't vibe with them and the question like like shannon feels like this ain't the town for her to date so the question is if you ever lived in a town where you felt like you just felt like the people here ain't really you can't really rock with them there's nobody to date for you put one in the chat put two if no if you've never felt that if you've never felt that um okay so um oh shit. um yeah he said that same thing too yeah and i hear that a lot that that's something very common um okay so let's the staten island is too small if you date someone the chances are you've dated one of their relatives uh where the cool kids hang out that is right luke um all right so all right so the next aspect of long uh long distance dating is um long distance relationships i'm sorry is do people in your do you ever seek out like do you seek out long distance relationships or do they just kind of happen for you when you've been Mm -hmm. um uh, living in my current city i've been more intentional about looking or seeking after um people who are interested or i'm interested in from different cities and states um but for the most part you know i haven't had a problem i've dated long distance quite often over the years okay um I don't know, like helps with my mileage and points when I'm catching them flights to heighten those feelings. Yeah, you know what though? Like, as far as long distance for you, like you will hop on a plane in a second. So you will cut that distance right in half. So yeah, so that that like, is something else, right? Like I go somewhere at least once a month. So yeah. Yeah, you quite the traveler. Um, okay, so like if you meet somebody online, right? And mm -hmm. unless you're fishing in your your backyard, you know, you open the you know you open the search to the whole you know globe or even the whole country. Um, you're probably going to come through with matches outside of your city or your state, right? Oh, so there is a safety of the person not being in your city because you know once you actually are face to face then it changes the whole dynamic right and yeah. one thing only, what no what you say there's only a few places where i will find somebody from my same city and they're usually not what i'm looking for mm. so what ends up happening is i see this a lot where one person is like let's meet let's hook up let's you know get this puppy going mm -hmm. and then you get that other person who's kind of like well let's hold on yeah you know like because they kind of like the long distance because maybe they hiding something you know the whole catfishing thing um maybe they done lied about who they is and yeah. now they gotta you know like i maybe i'm really people like they space yeah that's true and they like yeah. the idea of I got a woman out in Florida or I got a woman out in New York or whatever, but not actually hooking up with them. Right. And my, my question to you is like, is there a way to, is there a way to kind of, to get like, okay, 
this person really ain't trying to move forward. Like, have you ever, have you ever been in a situation where you felt like a long distance relationship where it's like, I'm wanting to move forward and they really wasn't on that kick? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, not even just long distance or relationship in general, but specifically for this mm-hmm. conversation. Yeah. yeah. So like, like, what was, was there a certain thing that happened where you finally was like, this fool ain't trying to hook up. They, you know, they trying to. Um, I tend to lose interest when you are not more assertive than myself. Mm. I don't do passive men. Mm. I've been in a long distance relationship and we live (laughs) (laughs) hilarious. That's funny. I feel you, and I've been there too. I've been I've been there too. (laughs) Um so you want so when you say passive, like like not actively seeking, not actively pursuing, like passive. Um, so was, was there like a, uh, was there like a, did you give ultimatums? No, we too old for that. I'm just like snip, 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 snip. What am I at? Well, you know, there's, you know, look, there's ultimatums. Like people give ultimatums all the time. I was talking with that. Mm-hmm. Cause I figure in this damn and age, in this stage of the game, you usually come into it with not necessarily misplaced expectations or even expectations you come into it with an understanding of or at least i would anyway um and so we're gonna have a conversation what is it that you're seeking from this you just want somebody to kick it with you just want somebody to warm your bed at night you want a real relationship you want a date with purpose or court or whatever the conversation may be and if that is not what you're doing because you only get a few moments of time whether that's weeks or months not years ain't nowhere time for that um, before I'm like, okay, snap, snap, <laughs> you're out of there. I wonder how Dante is doing. Herself, so that's funny. So we'll say that for Friday. Um, next week. Uh, this is gonna sound like a funny question, but if if he or she is in prison, is that a long distance relationship? No, sir. First of all, <laughs> why are we dating people in prison? kind of relationship. People do that, man. I'm not I'm not saying it's a it's a good idea. People, I will not do that. Here, here's a byproduct of long distance relationship. Why not? Wait, why not what it is long distance? I went to jail and, and had a girl before I went in. See? Kudos to you, my guy. And blessings for longevity of life and relationship. I'm still not doing it. See? Yeah. Okay, so there's a thing, here's a byproduct of a long distance relationship, right? Is oh, he was in Augusta. Okay. Here's a byproduct. So let's say Julie is dating a guy, but he lives, she lives in LA and he lives in uh he lives in Delaware, right? This okay. brother lives in Delaware, right? So they can only see each other every once in a while, like maybe every month or two, once a month or something like that, or maybe not even that frequent. So what happens sometimes is she really loves this dude, right? She likes this dude that don't live in her town. Mm -hmm. So what happened is she'll find a local guy that kind of will fill in the gaps 
for when he's not here. And when yeah. the old boy blows into town, or I mean, and it could be the other way too. I'm just using it in this way. It could be a dude yeah. doing it as well. So when she's not, when he's not in town, you got local guy that takes her to go see the notebook, whatever new restaurant that's opening up, blah, 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 blah. Right. But the minute old boy from Delaware come into town, it's like, all right, I'm totally with Delaware boy. You know what I'm so saying? Is he a friend or is he a filler? Because LA to Delaware is like 41 hours, roughly, depending on what city he's from in Delaware, close to 2,800 miles. So is he just a friend or is he a filler? The, uh, the local guy? Yeah. The local guy. The local guy, see, this is the crazy thing. The local guy could be a filler. Hey, Lindsay. The local guy could be a filler, or the local guy could be, um, uh, I mean, a friend, but also sometimes he keeps her bed warm. Yeah. Delaware guy. Oh, not doing that. You know, and he, the local guy is a seat filler. That's right. That's right. Has anybody ever played the seat filler role, though? He also the whole <laughs> if he's lucky, though, because some guys don't even get that in that role. That part. That's not a relationship. That's a bad sitcom. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Dan. Filler, thank yeah. Dan. Look. You can't look through my people. Have you, you, have you ever felt like a seat filler? For me? Yeah, or have you ever had a seat filler? No one knows to both. No one know. Sounds like a, a push a piece on. <laughs> uh, it's called. Have you ever been a seat filler? Huh? Have you ever been a seat filler? I have. You enjoy that role? Uh, I didn't know it was a seat filler. <laughs> I found out later I was a seat filler. Dang. So uh, yeah, so. How did you feel when you found out? Uh, I was not happy about it. Not at all. Yeah, I've been the seat filler. But have you had someone be a seat filler in your life? No, never. Oh, okay. Oh, faithful. Never, never, never at all. Okay, okay. But um, so, so that you know, you, you got to be careful. I've had a couple of seat fillers too. <laughs> Hilarious. Um, I, my thing is like this. As long as there's communication, as long as there's communication, it's fine. Right? Yeah, that's a conversation for any relationship. If you agree to different holes and different area codes, that's your business. But everybody ain't with it. Mm. Everybody ain't with that. Mm. So, so um, I don't know. Like I've been, like I said, I've been to seat, seat filler before, um, and. Uh, no, no, I didn't. I, I didn't realize it until it was way too late. So, you know, but you know, it is what it is. Um, so, let's talk about maintaining a long distance relationship, right? Okay. So, okay, you've met somebody, Shannon. Mm -hmm. This brother lives in New York, for example. Okay. Okay, you really dig each other. But you know you got to work. Even though you'll hop on a plane, whatnot, I gotta pay my. <laughs> 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 Drake, 
Man, your frugal self. Hush now, child. Hilarious. <laughs> um, so <laughs> hilarious. So um, you guys really love and care for each other, right? Okay. And you guys can only see each other once a month or you know, or every other month or whatever, right? So what are some ways that you can maintain of the relationship while it's the di- distance? What are some ways that, you know, in your estimation, like? Am I, I, I mean, FaceTime is a long distance uh, relationship, like, saver. Mm. And I guess it depends on who you're in a relationship with. Some people want to write letters and send cards. Some people want to see you on video chat um, or send voice notes via WhatsApp. It depends. Send stripper grams. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot you can do in this new modern technology, bro. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, okay. all right. Now, one of the issues that in a lot of long distance relationship is, is uh, when you don't contact them on. The, so like, okay, all we got is the phone and know how I feel about communication. So it's like, how many days go by where you start two days? So what's my rule? We'd already talked about this. If I don't hear what hear from you at 72 hours to me, you've been in a psych war. We need not talk no more. What if he was in the hospital? All right, blessing to you, bro. Oh wow! Are y'all do y'all agree with her today? Her uh, agree with me. That's just my life. Is that without reaching out to him? No, that's with me reaching out to you. Like I always make the effort. Now that you will never say I don't do. Right. My effort. My effort is on top. Always. Hmm. Okay. So, all right. Okay. Um Okay, that's good to know. All right. So 2 days. We'll we'll we'll, we'll stay there. I'm used to. It. And if anybody wants to hop in, please do. Yeah. Um, I do like space, but if you can't communicate that you like that, then no, I'm good. I'm I'm good. I'm but, good. You know, some people do do this thing where they don't want to be bothered with anybody for a minute, you know? Yeah. I know those types. And I try to stay away from them too. All right. Welcome to the show, Ryan. Yeah, and to this comment that Free just posted, I often fail on purpose. I'm so glad you joined the room. <laughs> and the same token that you fail on purpose, you also have fallen on purpose. So. Say, say what? <laughs> What'd you say? I said, and just in the same breath that you fail on purpose, you have also fallen on purpose. Hey man, you don't. I fall. I fell on accident. Um, no, that was on purpose. He knew what you was doing. I tripped. I didn't know what was happening. <laughs> and you stayed on the ground, bro. Nah, because it was supposed to be a hot boy summer. Um, but uh, but you did not have one at all whatsoever. Thank you. So whose whose responsibility is it to like if the two days go by? Is it his responsibility to to reach out, or is it yours, or what? Again, I think that there is a shared responsibility. And like I said, I do my part. Um, 
at some point when I feel like you are not making the same effort and not necessarily matching, matching my effort, but just any effort that is indicative of me noticing how you feel and how you are responding to me as an attraction, then I got to cut my losses. Like, I'm good on that. Like, mm. I'm somebody's answer to prayer. And if I'm not yours, that's okay. Mm. Mm. You, you, are you one of those, um, once you cut them off, they cut off. Yeah, unless you got that good butter, that good bread. <laughs> we might have a conversation later on. Uh, Ryan, so what's what's up? What um, you've been in long distance relationships? Yeah, in the past. All uh, right. What was the hardest thing about maintaining them for you? Besides, uh, the, obviously, the distance. I don't know interest. I think after a while, conversations get stale and uh, there's there's not much to talk about. It's like, what did you do today? Oh, nothing. Yeah, did the same thing over and over again. Yeah, okay, bye, love you. You know, I, I think <laughs> at the same time, like, you know, I've been in conversations like in my local region with women even now that I haven't really stimulated conversations. So I guess it depends, but I guess my experience in the past has always been that, you know, it's like the utility is high, but after a while you talk about the same things over and over again, and then it kind of gets stale. Right. Cause I don't know how many times you could, you talk about the civil rights movement until, uh, <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> Yeah, talking about the civil rights movement in your relationship. Yeah, we are. Like, you know, we talking, and I'm talking about this. I'm talking about that, and then after a while, you start listening. I think in all relationships, you just start hearing the same repetitive conversations, and it gets stale because you can't see the person. I need to touch the person. I need, Come on, Jim. I need to touch the person. I need someone to be, you know, to remind me. They said that you, that I'm you in a relationship date, with them. They said you need to date more uh, intellectual women. No, that's not. That's not. That's, you can date intellectual people, but how long? You need stimulation. You need sex too. I think sex does blend. It brings people together biologically. I'm being real. I, I, that's my perspective. <laughs> You need to touch the person. I think there is a biological thing that happens when you see the person you hug them, because I just myself, you know. What you say? <laughs> she, she said she said something on her breath. I, uh... <laughs> I just need to touch myself. Phone, oh, sex, phone sex is, is not the same. Phone sex is not the same. There Ain't is a difference when you with with your partner and you touch them. There's hormonal there's different changes in the body that happen you know you, like i think that people just need to be with each other not on the phone it gets stale mm -hmm. yeah, listen. now, now what I about you great besides obviously the distance what was some what was the biggest hurdles you you had in your long distance relationship um well one the one time I, it was a hurdle because i was in jail so oh, right, right. The, uh, that was a hurdle. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, aside from that, I didn't really know. I didn't really have like we didn't have set times of when we would see each other, whether it was once a month or, you know, 
uh, however frequent or infrequent, it wasn't really a set time because this is definitely my younger days when uh, money was not as plentiful. <laughs> or so it's like I don't really have the bread to just hop on the Greyhound or what, or maybe maybe not the time to take away from work or whatever the case may be. Um, and at the time, Skype was heavy, so it wasn't a FaceTime. It was Skyping and doing all that type of stuff or whatever. So right. I mean, it was cool. But then I think yeah. at a certain point, without intention and like uh, a unified like deadline, or right, this is what we're doing, an outline of you know, eventually we'll be together in the same space in the same city. Um, yeah. And I think without that, that was what the hurdle was. I didn't have that, so mm-hmm. it just kind of fizzled out on its own because there was nothing we were necessarily working towards. It was uh, well, if we were in the same city, then all of these magical things could happen, but we're not, and I don't know when, and you don't know when, and you know I'm not going yet because I'm doing these things here, you're doing those things there, and there was no real together or you know I mean team effort to unify. So yeah, that was the biggest I'd say the biggest hurdle outside of that, man, like if it was a thing where we finally came back together or say like long distance, it was long distance when I went to Iraq. Right. The girl before I left. And that was a hurdle because there weren't really many phone calls or, you know, things like that. You could write letters, but you know how long a letter takes to get <laughs> to you right. in the war, my nigga? <laughs> like, so, or to write one out or who has time to sit down Write the letter when the bombs are bursting in there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, right. So, right. Uh, I mean, they can burst in there when you get home too. But I just gotta, <laughs> but I had to make it home. <laughs> I got to, I got. It, it was not gonna be bombs bursting. It was gonna be legs. But, you know what I mean? Uh, I had to get home. And honestly, that, that right there, I honestly tried to break up with my girlfriend before I went to Iraq. Mm-hmm. And she went through that. And people thought I was foolish for it, but I was like, I'm going to a war zone. I don't have time to be thinking about what you could possibly be doing. I can't, yeah. I don't have any control over whatever it is you do. And you could tell me anything, a whole other, and I didn't want to deal with that. So I think like halfway through my tour, I ended up breaking with her via uh, like two page letter. I ain't, she didn't get the Aaliyah. You sure changed her, dog. <laughs> Then she got a two-page letter. When I got back, she wrote me like a ten-page letter that I never read. Um, mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> wow. Uh, I just—it's so funny how that works as writers. Everyone will read everything we write, but sometimes we get stuff and like. Well, see, it was. Wait a minute. What? Oh, I just saw the, the comments. Never mind. <laughs> oh, Shannon. <laughs> um. Well, yeah, that I just didn't have the energy, man. And it was she was playing games before I even left. You know what I mean? So I knew that was. And then she was also trying to use God in the mix and all this other type of stuff. And I'm just like, yeah, this ain't the move. You ain't the one. Um, you know what I mean? It was just a lot going on. Oh, I, God just told me to do this, that. So, hey, man, I, I support you. And whatever you heard God tell you to do, but he ain't tell me that. So. Right, right, right. <laughs> I'm now, obviously, jealousy is a is in any relationship or has the potential, but in okay. long distance relationships, you know, it has a, a particular uh, ring to it. And like, I give you an example: a, a buddy of mine, he he was dating a girl out of state, and he was bugging out because right before he hung up with her. 
he heard a dude's voice. He swore he heard a guy's voice in the background. And it was like late at night. <laughs> so he was like, he was, call, he was trying to call her back and she didn't answer the phone. That's the television. So watching unsolved mysteries, so, sir. So he was like, and I just happened to be there, and he was like, I heard, I know I heard a dude's voice in the back, and she lived by herself, and da da da. And I said, Well, it probably might have, you know, I'm like, it might have been television. And he's like, No, nah, I didn't sound like the television. I think it was another, you know, an, another dude in the back. And and now she's not answering my calls. Right. Yada yada. So he didn't even talk. He didn't talk to her until like midday the next day, right? So he's telling me he's like he's going off like who was the dude in the background? Like, and she was like, there was no guy in the background. What are you talking about? There was nothing. And right. he's like, I know I heard something, you know. And so he now he's like stressing out about it and all this. And I'm like, dude, girl lives three thousand miles away. You can't be sitting up here worrying about what she may or may not be doing. It, it's just not. You're going to go crazy. You know? And I think it's important to point out what Jen said about, so in all seriousness, this all breaks down to commitment and trust. If something is worth waiting for, dedicate to it. If it's not, it'll never work. Right. And like, maturity. You got to be mature to a certain level, have a certain level of maturity to actually do that part. Like I said, to even have the wherewithal. I didn't have the wherewithal in my 20s at 21, 22. I didn't, not to say that people don't, but to have a specific plan or a deadline or a timeline on of events of this is what I'm going to do, this yeah. is what we're going to do, X, these are our benchmarks and how we know we're getting closer. So it keeps it fresh and exciting. But it also has something for us to work towards. And I don't think that, um, hell, we have problems with people right here in our face. Right. So, you know what I mean? It's like a long distance one. And honestly, sometimes a long distance relationship can uh, curb that anxiety because you may wonder, but you if you realize there's nothing that you can do about it with 3,000 miles right. between you. You have no that choice works. but to believe what it is that they're saying and you can't just pull up at their house you can't just you know look at the phone and say oh who is this texting you or whatever the case is i can only <laughs> totally focus on our interaction or our communication and so i think some people i've seen some people uh rely on that type of on a long distance relationship because it allows them to kind of develop out of some toxic or toxic or negative behaviors and develop some different ones now again you really just have I mean, it's like following Jesus, but it's, pl it's blind faith. Sometimes you got to be open and honest too, and, and maybe entertain the idea of open relationship because, you know, not everyone could do that. But um, I think that I would probably, if I was in the army or something like that, I'd be like, yeah, you're, I'm okay with that. Cause I wouldn't get jealous because I can't control that. If I even think about it, I would get pissed off. I would get angry if I was trying to figure out whether or not she's cheating on me. I would rather give her the option if that's what she needs mm -hmm. for me to handle my stuff. Because like I, I live in, I have long distance relationship and I live here in, you know, with local women because I'm an entrepreneur. 
the fact is, is that I'm not, I'm always in my house. I'm always working. I'm working on this project or that project. I don't really have much time. So sometimes I, if the, you know, if I'm still the, getting to know the person, sometimes you just gotta, you, you kind of have to let that bump because friendships will always last. No matter if you have a real friendship, it will always last. No, friendships sometimes are a season, not a lifetime. Yes, they are. I do want to add uh, the little tidbit. Yeah, if you're in the Army, you're getting cheated on. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> um, especially if you're young in the Army, you're cheating and getting cheated. You're, both is happening. Uh, <laughs> you know, that's just a, it's a, what is it? What's the saying? Um, uh, what's understood doesn't need to be said or something like that. Right, right, right. You go right. in with the idea like, yeah, I'm probably getting. Oh, you got to go what? You got to go TDY? Okay. You got to feel. Is a field wife or a field husband out there somewhere? And then when you come back to the States, then you get back with your, you know what I mean? Your your boo and everything like that. And, and everything, whatever happens overseas, it's like Vegas. What happens overseas stays overseas type field. So, uh, yeah, definitely. Army's definitely a bad example. Uh, <laughs> because I've seen it, but I've seen it in basic training. A dude, um, his girlfriend, what they called it, a Jody letter. So one of the guys, it's so sad. One of the guys was there. Uh, his, he, he had a living girlfriend. And probably about a month in, we were finally getting letters and things like that. The letters, of course, to boost morale and, like, just keep you going for the rest of this rigorous training. Well, in this letter, there are pictures. Mm. And oh, no. uh, it's a Dear John letter. But that's what it is. Oh, wow. He got a dear John letter, and uh, basically Jody got his girl. So <laughs> the, the next door <laughs> neighbor, they took pictures in his house, and the next door neighbor is wearing his football jersey. <laughs> and she wow. said in basic training, and I'm just oh. this right here is y'all ain't even married. Son. Like it was. Uh, uh, yeah, man. It was, it was crazy. Oh, uh, Dre, you can date a service woman if she's a little bit older. I mean, probably not your age. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, you're good. A young one? Nah. Now, now there's a there's another aspect to long day long distance relationships. Some may not say it's a fair one to bring into the mix, but there was a famous song back in the day called "I've Got Hoes." <laughs> and there were these guys out there or and these women out there because women do it too that have strategically placed vagina or penis Listen. all over the globe so in some cases all over the states Listen. you know I've known women who they got penis in everywhere like you, you'll be like, she'll be out here, right? She'll be like, oh yeah, in uh, in Kentucky. Oh, I know, I got a couple of guys in Kentucky. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I I used to be that. I used to be like that. <laughs> got their little, their own little underground railroad. <laughs> What'd you say, Shannon? So it's always nice to have people in cities and states that you go to. It is. I used to be like that, but I don't go nowhere, do nothing now. So you. Know. <laughs> So, um, you know, um, that's, I don't know if you count those as relationships. I mean, sometimes people believe that they are. 
Yeah, they they are. Oh, I guess you know. Um. So, I mean, if you found out you was just a stop on their on their world tour. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I've been that before, man. I've been that before. I smashed a chick who was married to a dude that was in the army, and I didn't know she was married until afterwards. Now I felt robbed because she could have let me be an asshole on my own volition. Right. Right. You know what I mean? She stole that from me. Like if she had told me, I might have still smashed. I might, like I might have at that time. I'm like 19. I might have still right. did. But right. I'm like, at least you could have gave me the option to try to save my dignity or uh, salvation or whatever. But, you know, here I am, all up in this man's house. Oh, there's another weird story, but I'll save that for after the uh, show. <laughs> 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 but in that situation, it was like, yo, I didn't, I mean, I ended up being a stop. And actually, my, me and my cousin were the stops. Because uh, mm. it was, uh, I'll just say, I, I had first dibs. I put it out the way. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, I found out, I was like, oh, yeah, she married. Like, what you mean she married? Married to who? Oh, yeah, her, her husband out there in um, D.C., he had to go whatever training this. I'm like, yo. Mm. Oh. Well, I mean, you know, that's a long time ago. She's a pastor now, so. She's a um, pastor now. Wow. <laughs> I found out it's Juanita Take the wheel. Wait, wait a minute. Is it Juanita Bynum? That's a little too old. That's a that's she is not a gilf. Oh, not a gilf. Okay, all right. <laughs> Dang, I, I mean, you know, there's people, man. They they love to have their strategic vagina or penis or whatever they rocking with all over. You know, it's funny though. I know some people they'll have them all over, but locally. Yeah, <laughs> but they ain't got nobody locally, but they got people in everywhere. They got in the weird places in Idaho. Like, how you meet a brother in Idaho? Shout <laughs> out to Idaho. I know some people in Idaho. Yeah, it'd be like, like you, you found the one brother in Idaho. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Hey, well, that's so it's strategic, right? Because they know nobody's gonna be looking for anyone in in Ohio, right? Like, All right. Oh, hey, Sybil, how you doing? Uh, so yeah, but no, it, it, it's um, it's something else. Now, oh, turn out, keep digging in Nebraska, Dre. We are gonna have some problems. <laughs> or Nebraska, hilarious. Okay, so uh, going back to uh, about long distance relationships, um, there's got to be a, a a certain point, right, where it needs to turn into something, right? But it can't be long distance forever. Yeah, you can't have a long distance marriage, right? Shannon, what? You can't have a long distance marriage, right? Hmm. She said, "Hell yes." <laughs> it depends. It does depend. What's at stake here? Uh, no. I would think at some point you gotta turn it. What they say, uh, shit or get off the pot. I mean, what if a person in the military? And they can get called out for tour. Okay, if he's in the military, I mean, I would imagine he's going to come home at some point, right? LA, he may come home to leave again. How many, like, you, like, like, if you're stationed in Afghanistan, free, um, 
like they let you come home what how often uh it depends you might not get to come home i got to Walmart. come home. i said my uncle did it for years he was on three back-to-back tours i got to come home once um and mm. it's not a honestly the way they did it is they pulled a lottery so you didn't wow. really because of course everybody would try to go home at a specific time around certain holidays or whatever the case yeah. Mm-hmm. So you'll get a lottery as far as the way when you get to go home. So you might go overseas. I mean, you might get deployed. And two months in, you come back home for two weeks. But then you got the other 10 months or nine and a half months left that right. you won't get to see your family. As opposed to, I actually went, um, I was home for July 4th. So I came like the uh, end of June. And um, the week of July 4th. And then I was back. I was flying back the next week. But I, I mean, I got to come come halfway through my um, my tour. But everybody doesn't like that. And some people get to go home. Mm. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, what if you get married and they have to work outside the country for a year? And so we're we're assuming that you're not going with them. Um, that not you know what? Because a, a local relationship can turn into a long distance relationship. I've had that situation happened before where all of a sudden they had to be away for a long stretch of time and you know there's issues with that as well um i don't know like i love it too yo but i've missed I've, I've not taken job opportunities for the sake of relationship and i kind of wish i would have i didn't kind of i wish i would have taken certain jobs because i had an opportunity to go overseas after i came home um <laughs> I had an opportunity to go as a civilian contractor. And I would have been going for like uh, the better part of like nine, ten months or whatever. Almost almost bye. a year. Um, say what? I would have been like, bye. Yo, and I would have came back with like a hundred grand, tax-free. But the person that I was dating at the time just couldn't see themselves apart from me. Oh, it's just going to end us and this. I'm like, yo, when I'm going to go make this bread, what's a year? And like, I was looking at it kind of logically, but then I, I didn't I ended up not going, um, and I kind of, kind of upset with myself because I didn't go. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I I feel like when you make decisions um, based on relationships, make sure that thing is solid. You, you gotta know? make, you gotta make sure you have a um, a goal, an end goal, right? Because some yeah. people want to live in Jamaica and have a retirement home, I can see myself in a long distance relationship if I know that I know I'm in some sort of game plan because when I go out overseas to make that money, I'll bring it back and take care of the house and whatnot. And I think that's the reason why a lot of women will stay too, because they're taking care of kids. They don't got to work. They can take care of the home. Nobody's telling them what to spend their money on. They ain't got to work. <laughs> yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. <laughs> You get free money and then life insurance if the person work, lives in the it, or is working in the army or working for police or, you know, or for some national uh, security job, you know, they get life insurance. I think people are more likely to save if there's security involved. I think. I mean, cheers to security. Amen. <laughs> security for real, for real. Nice. Um, I'm here for that. So, I don't know. Like, I feel I do feel like there is, there should be though. There should be that, you know, working towards something. And then at some point, y'all gotta have the conversation. Is 
are we moving to where you at or are you coming here is that like you know because it has to be mutually beneficial like there if only one person is getting something out of this experience and this relationship it's not really a relationship it's more like a fan club what okay what if what if you live in a much better place like like you live in like Los Angeles right or New York or whatever and they live in butthole Indiana <laughs> you know or whatever crappy town they live in um shouldn't that trump uh if if y'all trying to decide where y'all actually going to stay shouldn't that trump come on now and what where are we living at again butthole Indiana and the other place was like Los Angeles or New York, or you know, some a fly place. It depends. They live in Canada. They don't want to move to Canada. It depends on who wants to, who's making the most money. Because that person in whole Indiana could be making three times more than the person in LA, and then what? But still, you know, I have a theory on that. Like, I'd rather be poor in LA than rich in Butthole, Indiana. Oh, you do. But I feel like everything comes down to preference and values because if you know, your business, if I'm you don't value, well, I ain't pouring space and privacy and uh, not being, you know, jumbling up on each other, then okay, yeah, LA sounds like a, a great place to go. But yeah. if you value, you know, a little bit of land and some, you know, actually getting what you pay That's for and things hard. of that nature, then it's like, okay, yeah, I'll take this bread that I was making out here. And it also, I mean, the compromise is going to have to be there because, you know, job opportunities may not be plentiful in one place or the other based on whatever career field that you choose um, or that you're particularly in. But outside of that, it's like, you know, why? Then you may not have to give up either place. We yeah, can spend you some can time over here in this in, in your spot, and we can spend some awesome. time over here part of the year in my spot, you know what I mean? Or we just pick a random city anywhere else and we'll start all that's over and, and get something new. So, I mean, it's options there. Uh, I don't necessarily... That's, why, better, that's my best friend. I think, I think better is relative. What you consider to be better may not be what I, you know, I or she yeah. uh, consider to be particularly better. So, I mean, that's just all a part of the conversation. Well, I mean, if I think it's better, it's probably better. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's probably why you're still single. That that is one hundred percent true. One hundred percent true. I, I think I think they need to. I think they need to live in each place first. Maybe try it out for a couple of weeks, see how you like it, and to get a vibe from it. Because like, what if you break up <laughs> and you move to LA? You don't know nobody. In, you don't know anyone in LA. Like, I don't want to be stuck in LA. Yeah, uh, if I'm, I, with I'm, that. That. I'm with that. Try it out in California because uh, they don't like my guns. So <laughs> we love guns here. No, 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 you don't. No, you don't. I like guns. They got a ten-round magazine capacity. They also have a background check to buy ammunition. Oh wow! Well, I mean, I could pass the background check. Why do I need to pass the background check to buy ammunition? Like that is ridiculous. You might throw bullets. You might throw bullets without a gun. <laughs> <laughs> you might be on the you might be over the street intersection. I'm better off throwing knives. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I know nah, I feel you. Um no, nah, it's not the it isn't the most lenient about uh about guns, but you know. You gotta have you have to have 
fucking in a rifle, and it can only be a 10-round mag capacity. Um, the mag capacity is not really what bothers me. It's the fixed magazine. You have to have a tool in order to it. I'm like, mm. I think, but I think then I guess maybe the average consumer because of the industry that I work in. So I'm like, yeah, that is counterproductive wholeheartedly. But anyway. Um, you know, I was watching John John Wick 3 again uh, yesterday, movie. and I was thinking about you, Free. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when uh, when he was uh, shooting the, uh, the people with the armor. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, I could see Free uh, over there. Uh. Hey, <laughs> He had to go. He had to go back and get that shotgun that Benelli with the Magnum slugs in it. Oh <laughs> yeah, that was a great scene. That was a great scene. I love that. That was a good movie. Good movie. So, really quick, can we give a shout out to the people in the room? Yes, let's do that. Um, thank you, Ryan and Free, for taking the chair. We got Jen and Andre and Dante and Lindsay and Dee and Brooklyn in the house. LA's in the building. We got Evangelos and Savannah. I think I've met you, Savannah. Welcome. Thank you, everybody, for being here. And just to let people know, next week is uh, a straight. Uh, we're going to do four episodes of uh, Men and Women Talk the Mars Venus Show. It's called Mars Venus Week. Uh, we're going to be on Monday, Tuesday, not on Wednesday, unfortunately, but Thursday and Friday. So um, I, I went over what the show is going to be. Monday, we're going to be talking about simping. And uh, so if anybody wants to join us on that one, please come in, come through. Uh, Tuesday, uh, Brooklyn's going to be one of our guests, uh, and the name of that episode is called uh, No Prospects for Punani. We're going to talk about incels. Those are the involuntary celibate cats. Um, and uh, then on Thursday, we're going to be doing Moral Dilemmas. Uh, Aski is going to be on there, but we'd like a lady to join as well, so we're going to be reaching out um, talking about Moral Dilemmas. And on Friday, uh, Stephanie is going to come through and she's going to be talking about her new YouTube channel and she's going to be giving us tips and tricks on um, on uh, beauty and uh, hygiene and all of that stuff. So uh, definitely check out uh, next Tuesday. Thought it was tomorrow. No, no, it's not this week. It's uh, the following week. Uh, yeah, it's the following week. So those are next week's episodes. And um, tomorrow, and this week is Spotlight Week. We're doing a week long of Spotlight and um, tomorrow right here we're going to be talking about the top 10 movies that make you cry so tear jerkers all right as we, yeah yeah tear jerkers sad yeah. movies sad movies movies that make you well up so, all right i'm early for something that's refreshing ah, <laughs> yeah, that's dope. all right so um any okay so does anybody have advice to anybody who may be embarking on a long distance relationship? Let's say someone who's never been in one before and maybe, you know, they come to you, like, we'll start off with you, Ryan, like, like, man, I know you've done this before, man. You got any tips for me? <laughs> uh, you know, if you're going to be in a long distance relationship, you got to set expectations. Um, you got to set your boundaries, but, I think when you're the farther away, I think the more lenient you should be with with expectations because it's easy, in my humble opinion, it's easy to break up, easier to break up on a long distance relationship than it is to actually see the person hold their hand to hug them. Because like I said, I think 
physical touch uh, does something to someone, you know, sex does something to a relationship, strengthens the bond. So you just have to be a little bit more lenient. If they don't text you in a certain, you know, like let it pass because they'll usually come back to you. They'll, you know, they'll talk to you and whatnot if the, if the bond is secure. So I say like, you know, set your expectations, but don't set too many rules because you're, I think the more rules, the more rigidness, uh, the more problems. Okay. All right. What about you, Free? If anybody needed your advice on, uh, on either, either um, being in a long distance relationship or strategically placing women all over the map, if you have any advice for either. One. <laughs> Uh, play some on oh, Remember, no. you're writing that book on uh, right. Oh, yeah, no book. He's doing it alone. I will, answer, I will yeah. answer the former, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I will pass on the latter. Uh, <laughs> um, until the after show, then I'll, I'll tell you about that. One. But no, um, now I guess if I was gonna have some advice about it. I mean, it's the same advice I pretty much give anybody with almost anything, man. You got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them, know when to walk away, and know when to run. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like it's, it fits everything. You know what I mean? Regardless of whatever it is you're doing, it fits every single thing in life. So, I mean, I think patience is definitely a virtue, but having a clear-cut plan Um on what it is that you all want, you know what I mean? Like I said, having those benchmarks and, you know, just kind of keeping up with that, checking in, accountability type things like that. Um, and then, and also, I think at certain points, you have come to the cable, hey, we've been doing this for, for X amount of time. Is this still something that you want to do? I feel like take assumptions off the table too and ask as many questions as you need to. Um, because as you progress, you know, somebody may begin to fall by the wayside. It's like, uh, I'm getting a little weary on this journey and I don't know if I can, you know, do much more time in this or, um, cause sometimes it can feel like a prison sentence. Like, yo, I ain't seen this person in this long and I don't get to, I mean, I get mail and all that, you know, you can send me nudie pictures in the, you know, Polaroids or whatever, but it's That's like, funny. sheesh, I, with visitation, you know what I mean? At some point, a conjugal visit might be necessary, you know what I mean? Um, if you don't have that, the, the I don't know what the word I want to use right now, but you don't have the, the strength and ability to hold yourself down. Some people, you know, some people out here like playing the bass and playing the Spanish guitar, you know what I mean? And that whole, um, you know, I keep them, <laughs> some people out here shaking the house. <laughs> Um, um, yeah, I think just those things, man. Just keep an open mind. I think the patience, what Ryan was saying, as far as that, you can see you having a, a little slack in certain areas or whatever, as far as maybe not having so many rich expectations. Okay, all right. And uh, a little advice for the lady, Shannon. So, thine self be true. Mm. All right. And, and and so you only two days though, Shannon. What if you fell down? What if you fell down the elevator shaft? No, she I, said seventy-two hours. That's three days. I said after seventy-two hours, I'm starting to question whether you was in an involuntary hole at the sideboard. Like I just thought I asked some questions. Mm. Oh, okay. Now, no, if, if, he was, 
keep the lines of communication open, set some um, boundaries for what you want to do and some expectations. Just make sure they aren't misplaced. All right. I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, Ryan, how can we get you in social media and all that good stuff? You can follow me at at Hustle Zone or at Hustle Zone TV. And let's give a shout out to Ryan, man. He's been hustling with that Hustle Zone, man. Yeah. I mean, what do you what you like? Uh, how many you got now? Uh, I can't. I I think I'm close to. I'm close. I'm 6,500 on one account, and I'm 4,500 on the other account. And we're growing every day. I, I just got 100 followers last night on my one account. And what we're doing is we're just promoting positive, um, wholehearted um, content for the black community, especially the at the Hustle Zone TV account. We take black businesses, people that are doing good in their community, and we put them, we, we tell their story, and every post that I do goes viral. So, you know, uh, people get, you know, people's businesses get exposure and, and, and whatnot. Like today, this kid got 6,600 uh, 6, likes for his, um, for his vegan restaurant that he started up. Um, and he was a little kid that started a um, Caribbean uh, vegan restaurant. That's Caribbean so, vegan, that's not We're just promoting black businesses and encouraging people to support their local you know, national, international black business and let's uh, change the narrative because we all are trying, we're, we, we give Jay-Z a lot of slack for what he's doing. Um, when we shouldn't, we should just be the change that we want others to be. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if we can all encourage each other to start our businesses and, and to help our communities, I think the world will be a better place. So I'm just using my platform to promote black businesses. Mm-hmm. So. The movie Belly. <laughs> that's, <funny. laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, that's funny. All right, so Free, how can we get you in social media and all that good stuff? On uh, social media, everything right now is uh, well, not everything. One of the things. So Free for Real, F R E E P H A R E A L. Um, that's primarily Instagram, also on Twitter, and I've started a new Instagram account. Um, for my firearms instructor situation I got going on. So it's Forward Assist Consulting Society, all spelled correctly, but all one word, no spaces in between. So that's Forward Assist Consulting Society. Uh, it's the long version of facts. So, um, yeah, you can find me in either one of those places, man. And I got some other stuff coming on. Um, oh, man, I got a music video dropping like Wednesday. Um, oh, so, yeah, oh. So, um, I'm so you either got a gun in your hand or a microphone, huh? Hey, man, or a camera, you know what I mean? Oh, right, right. right. You know what I mean? I'm a shooter, regardless. So, you shooting um, one way or the other, right? <laughs> hey, man, you know it. So, yeah, check out, I mean, so iTunes on, on really all streaming platforms, uh, Black Text, BLC, TXT, featuring now, when is it drop again? When is it dropping? When is it drop again? The music video drops on Wednesday. The the song dropped like about a week or two weeks ago. So, um, oh okay, and, and we can we can buy it on iTunes. Yeah, iTunes, Google Play, uh, Spotify, title, like all streaming platforms. It's on there, so you can find it. Can you put, it in the, uh, put it in the chat. I'm gonna get it tonight. Okay, fact. That's dope. All right, I'm real happy about that. 
Uh, why am I getting a why am I getting a call from out of the country on my cell phone? Oh, um, long distance relationship. Uh, all right, right, right. Uh, Shannon, how can we get you in social media? Tell us about your program. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Shannon Ford, like the president. Uh, I can represent like the president. And on Sunday nights, I do have a show this Sunday. We'll be doing um, episode six and seven of the seven part series, Relationship You Should Write, on Set Apart Woman, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on Give Vocal. All right. And um, how we can follow you? Oh, uh, you can get me on Twitter at Kente F. And you can get me on Instagram at Kente Ferguson. It's F-E-R-G-E-R-S-O-N. And the website is IndieRadio.org. That's I-N-D-Y Radio.org. Remember, uh, this is Spotlight Week. So tomorrow we'll be on at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, right here on uh, Get Vocal. And next week is Mars Venus Week. And we gonna, our next episode, we're going to be talking about simping. So uh, you guys have a great rest of your week. God bless you. And... Good night. Bye.